minutes for some reason. All right. I believe I'm live now. All right, guys. So I got a treat for you guys today. Let me make sure I'm live on my Instagram pages. So let me go ahead and share my screen and I'll show you where I'm streaming live from right now. I got a treat for you guys right now, man. I got a great video in store for you right now. So go ahead and share it to all your friends. Get ready for it, man. All right. So uh, here go my social media pages. I'm streaming from my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. I'm streaming from my Facebook page and my LinkedIn page, Sean Christopher Jenkins. So go ahead and prefer me on those. I'm streaming from my Twitter page and my Instagram page, Trouble Don't Last. What's up, party people on Trouble Don't Last? Let me know you're watching right now if you're watching, all right? And then that's also my Snap and my uh, TikTok as well, Trouble Don't Last. I also have another Instagram page I'm streaming from right now, my underscore day underscore Bible, and then I have a Tumblr page, Trouble Don't Last number one. All right, let's go ahead and get to it, guys. Those are my social media pages. All right, so guys, um, I don't know how it is for you guys, but do you, do you have a sibling that you argue with? Do you have a sibling, a brother or sister that you argue with all the time and all y'all do is argue? I got a video for you guys, all right? So like, um, me and my older brother, we had a, we have had, will have, and will always have, and always have had uh, arguments and disagreements and stuff like that. But that doesn't mean that we hate each other or anything like that. We just are two different people, two different peas in a pot. You guys get what I'm saying. All right. So um, one thing he said to me one time was, you know, some people just want to be average. Some people just want to be ordinary. You know, not everybody wants to be great. Not everybody wants to be a celebrity, you know, and it's okay to be average, you know, it's okay to just, you know, be ordinary. I want, I want to know, do you guys think the same thing? Do you guys think it's okay to be average, you know, it's okay to be ordinary? And let me really break that down, right? It's okay just to be less than, to be exposable, you know, to be small, tiny, unimportant, not vital at all, not necessary, unnecessary. Like, is it okay just to be a waste of space in this life? Right? I pray this is touching you, man. Do you think you're, the title of today's video is you're more than ordinary, right? Obviously, I didn't agree with that statement when he said, uh, and this is years ago, at least like 2019, he said that. He said that some people just want to be average and it's okay to just be average, right? And I want to hit you guys with one of my favorite passages in the Bible, backing up what I'm about to say. But I actually talked about this on my Twitter page a few days ago. So yeah, let me go ahead and share my screen. And let me show you the quote that I posted, right? Tying in with this. So again, the title of today's video is, you're more than ordinary. Let me zoom in so you guys can see it really good, right? So one of the quotes that I posted is this. I said on my Twitter page, Trouble Don't Last, make sure to follow me. I said, if you feel, yeah, if you feel you are inadequate, worthless, or not enough, you didn't get those ideas from God, right? <laughs> if you feel you are inadequate, worthless, or not enough, you did not get those ideas from God. Again, make sure to follow me on my uh, Twitter page. Trouble don't last. Here goes another quote I got for you guys that I posted. I said, nothing and no one is unimportant to the Lord. You guys get that? Nothing and no one is unimportant to the Lord. People are commenting. Somebody said, we are all ordinary people. We all bleed red blood. All right, that's an interesting perspective. But I'm going I'm to hit you with something real quick. All right. So another quote I posted was, it's important to know that no one is unimportant in the church. Right. It's important to know that no one's unimportant in, in their church. And then another tweet I posted was, you know, there's no one insignificant in the purposes of God. Right. There's nobody ordinary, nobody less than, nobody tiny and unvital, unnecessary. And here goes another post. So I really got to zoom out on this one. So this is from my uh, Facebook page, Sean Christopher Jenkins. So make sure to be friend me on there as well. And let's see what this uh, post says. It says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are more powerful beyond measure. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be, right? We were born to make uh, manifest the glory of God that is within us. And as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. All right, so guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you with those quotes and those uh, stuff that I said in a minute, but I'm going to ask a question again. So 
here goes the question. The question was, do you agree that some people are called just to be average? Do you agree that some people are called just to be ordinary? Which means you're saying, right, if I was to look up the definition of ordinary, let me look up the definition of ordinary. I'm, sure I'm not just talking out my butt. Let's make sure this is, uh, okay, yeah, this is good, right? So ordinary, right? It says ordinary is with no special or distinctive features normal. That's what the definition of the word ordinary is. Is God's children ordinary? They're, they're with no special or distinct features, really? Normal? They're, they're usual, normal, standard, typical, common, customary, habitual, regular, daily. You know, those are some synonyms. Um, yeah, but let me ask some questions, man. Like, let me really hone in on this point. So what's so average about God's plans? That's the first question I got, right? If you think uh, some people are called to be average, some people are ordinary, some people are, you're basically saying these things, right? So what's so average about God's plans, right? Does God's plans not pertain to you and are they ordinary, right? Uh, are God's plans average? If you think that, you know, some people are called to be ordinary, are God's plans for anyone to be insignificant, small, and that means they can be done without? Is that anybody's plan for God, right? Another question I got is, are you telling me some people's lives are meaningless, pointless, and in vain? If you think some people are called to be average, that means they could be done without. They're not vital at all. They're not necessary. They're unimportant. Really? God called people that's unimportant to be unimportant in his plan and his in his will and in his kingdom really <laughs> come on <laughs> are you telling me some people are a waste of space if you think some people are called just to be average some people they may want to be average but that don't mean god called them to be average right so is anyone are you telling me that anyone who god saves is worthless if you think that some people are just called to be ordinary all right, you guys see where I'm going at? So one of my favorite Bible passages is 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And you know what? I'm going to go to my YouTube channel and let's see where this playlist is. Because I want you guys to um, go to this playlist on my YouTube channel. I should have already popped this up, but I didn't get to. So this actually ties in with 1 Corinthians chapter 12. All right, so if you go to my YouTube channel, Upward Past Crossroads, you see that I have way too many playlists. Like, I have more playlists than anybody else on YouTube. And here goes one of my playlists on 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And I'm going to break down 1 Corinthians chapter 12 right now to back up everything I'm saying. But basically, I want you guys to know you are more than just ordinary. You are more than just less than, unnecessary, unimportant. God got way more for you. So if you feel like you're inadequate and you're worthless, you need to check out this playlist, man. Because in the body of Christ, every single member is important. Every single member is vital. Now let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and back up what I'm saying. Let's, let's let God talk. So again, the question for this whole video is, are some people called to be average and some people called to be ordinary? You know, <laughs> Is there anything average about God's plans for anybody, right? So let's go ahead and go to the scripture verse. So first two verses are key in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, right? So let's go ahead and read it. So I'm going to do a slideshow. So all I, we see is the scripture verses, right? So 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1 to 2, it reads, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you be ignorant. So you see, the people in Corinthians... In Paul's time period, the Corinthian church have lost their minds. They were ignorant about the significance of a spiritual gift, right? They were ignorant about God's plan and how God operates and what God was doing with them, with their spiritual gifts when the Holy Spirit comes upon them. And some people are ignorant today. Some, some people don't know how vital, how necessary they are to the church. They don't know how vital, how necessary their gifts and talents are to the body of Christ, to the church, their local church that they go to. So them hoarding their gifts is hurting everybody. And it's not showing who God really is when you just 
are ashamed and living ashamed and embarrassed about how God made you to be. I keep on going. So, and then also the Corinthian church was ignorant in the sense that they um really um didn't know, didn't appreciate all the spiritual gifts. Some of them thought speaking in tongues was better than you know having the having the spiritual gifts are given, you know, just given freely right? Tithing. It could be uh, given to your neighbor and stuff like that, right? So some of the people in Christian, it's like that in today's time period, right? Some people think that people that can sing in a choir, man, those people, the ones that can really sing, I mean, them people that bring you to tears as soon as they open their mouth when they sing, them people, them people are really saved. Them, them people really know the Lord. So they elevate spiritual gifts. They thought some spiritual gifts were better than other people's. They thought people that can preach and teach the Bible, man, those are really God's children. Those people are really saved, but that's not true. Those are just spiritual gifts. They, spiritual gifts have nothing to do with your relationship with Christ. Now, it can, but it really doesn't, right? Because some people got amazing gifts, amazing talents, you know? But that doesn't mean that they are close to God just because they're talented, their gifts and their abilities. Now, it, if they practice and they work on the gifts and they're holding it in, it can happen, right? But you guys get what I'm saying, right? Please don't let me keep on elaborating, but all right. So, um, yeah, so some of the Corinthian church were ignorant of their spiritual gifts, and people are ignorant today. They think that they're not, they think that they're ordinary because they're spiritual gifts. Now, let's talk about the spiritual gifts real quick. Because some people think that they're ordinary just because they can't preach, just because they can't talk, just because they can't sing, just because they're not in front and their gifts aren't in front for everybody to see. So they're less than, they're not as great, right? So this was the problem with Corinthians, with the Corinthian church, and Paul was addressing this, and I'm addressing it right now. So uh, here goes a list of some of the spiritual gifts, man. So obviously you got to get the administration. We wouldn't be anywhere without order, without people using gifts like Nehemiah in the Bible of organizing and uh, just, you know, administering, and to get the administration, you know, just, you get what I'm saying, operation, them people, we need them, right? So that's a pretty good gift. That's leadership, basically. The gift of discernment, you know, that's nice, but, you know, to get the healing, that's what people will look at. They'll look at the gift of healing and be like, ooh, man, if you can heal, man, you you are called by the Lord, you're saved by the Lord, man, brought, blood brought, you something, man. And that's what the Corinthian church was doing, the interpretation of languages. That's not important in today's time period. Nobody cares to interpret your languages, just speaking tongues, you know, just speaking in tongues. Yeah, that, that's something they elevated. Uh, prophecy. Yeah, yeah, people be prophesying and they be people be elevating people that prophesy as well. So this is what the Corinthian church was doing. They were elevating and making some spiritual gifts better than others when all of them are necessary. All of them are vital. So that means everybody in the body of Christ matters. Everybody in the body of Christ is vital. Everybody in the body of Christ is necessary, no matter what spiritual gifts you got. Whether you are an apostle, whether you have the gift of faith and you never lose your faith, no matter what circumstances you face in life, that's a spiritual gift. You know, the gift of helps, you know, you want to help your neighbor, you just want to help them and help, you know, help them out. You guys get what I'm saying? Like, that's a spiritual gift. Did you guys know that? So somebody said, we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. Amen. That's what I'm trying to say, right? So because we have all different spiritual gifts, that means everybody's necessary. That means everybody's important. That means Every single soul on earth, when you're when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and the Holy Spirit manifests Himself inside you, like it says in verse seven of First Corinthians chapter uh, chapter twelve, and in verse seven it talks about how uh, when the Spirit manifests Himself upon you, you'll be given these spiritual gifts. So this ain't something you just have. Right? This is something given by the Holy Spirit when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and the Spirit comes upon you. You guys get what I'm saying? So let's keep on going. Let me read some more verses from 1 Corinthians chapter 12 to tie in why you aren't just ordinary, why you're just not, you're, you're more than ordinary, right? You're, you're more than just somebody. You're more than just a normal person, right? Like, come on, you think you're normal? As a child of God, you should be weird. You should people should uh, think that you're different, right? You're the light of the world. Everybody else is in darkness. Light is totally contrary to darkness. 
So as a child of God, you're you're ordinary, you're normal, you're like the worst of the world. Are you kidding me? Your light will shine so much through your spiritual gifts, through how God operates and uses you in the church and through this world and the way you just do your normal job, being a janitor, working at Target, working wherever you work. God's good light will shine upon you. You are the salt in the world of the world. That means your flavor, right? That means imagine life without salt. Do you know salt has 44,000 different functionalities in this world. I think it's around there. It's like 44,000. That means you have 44 different thousand functionalities of how God can use you in the body of Christ. You guys get what I'm saying? So because God can use us in so many ways, in a vast amount of ways, that doesn't mean he's going to use every single one of us in the same exact way every single time. You guys get what I'm saying? God does everything. He's the same God every single day. But he uses all of us different. Why? Because we're all different members in the body. Like 1 Corinthians 12 talks about. I'm really breaking this down too much. All right. So let's go to the scripture verses, right? Because I really want to keep on talking about that. I'm pretty sure I'll cover it again. But here goes the first part of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, right? And it's verses 14 to 17. These are my favorite parts of 1 Corinthians chapter 12. You guys ready for this? In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 12 verse 14 to 17, it reads, For the body is not one member, but many. You get you guys get that. So Joel Osteen don't make the whole church of God, the, the whole body of Christ. It's probably not even it. I don't know. You guys get what I'm saying. TD Jakes, he the church ain't TD Jakes. The church isn't uh Bill Billy Graham. The church isn't just one member. It's many members, right? It the and Paul likes to talk about the church in the sense of a body, the body of Christ. Right, all of us together. Did you guys know that there's like seven thousand five hundred different functions, different body parts in your body? Seven thousand five hundred different ligaments, different different everything. Like it's seven thousand five hundred different things that make up your body. That's the body of Christ, guys. It's more than that, obviously. But I'm just saying, there's different members, but one body. Right, many members. But one body, and it keeps on saying that in First Corinthians chapter twelve in different uh, verses, like in I think verse eighteen. Yeah, but now hath God set many members, every one of them in the body, as it hath pleased Him. And if they were all one member, where would the body be, right? But now, are they many members yet one body, right? So Paul keeps on reiterating this, guys. So you're a part, if you're saved, you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You got the Holy Spirit upon you. You got spiritual gifts. You're part of the body of Christ. That means your function in the body is important. That means your functioning in the church is important. That means you are necessary. That means you are vital to the body. And one question I was going to ask everybody is, can you go without any body part in the body? And when you do go, go about through life without any part of the body, will the whole body know about it? And the answer is a heck to the yes. Every part of the body is necessary. Every single part of the body is vital. Every single part of the body of Christ is needed. That means you're needed. That means you aren't just ordinary. That means your role in the church, your role in the body, your role in this world, your role in God's plan is important. And you need to play your role. You need to do what God called you to do. You need to be who God called you to be because the whole body is the dependent upon what you do because every function every member of the body of your body is has a job to do right so play your part and if you don't play your whole part the whole body will know and the body won't be what it's supposed to be because we're called to be functioning in the way that God called us to function so you are more than ordinary if you didn't think that here goes the bible your function isn't ordinary. Your function isn't normal. Your function in the body of Christ, in this world, your purpose, what God called you to do, isn't just something to just scoff at, right? You guys get what I'm saying? So, man, it's just so much to say with that. Let's keep on. Let's keep on reading. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, because I'm not a hand, I'm not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear shall say, because I'm not an eye, you know, the ear, it says I'm not an eye. If the ear shall say, because I'm not an eye, I am not of the body. Is it not of the body? If the whole body was an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole 
body was hearing, just an ear. What would the smelling be? Every member has a function. I'm going back to saying that. Every member has a job to do. You have a job to do. You have a function if you're in the body of Christ. So that means you're a part of Christ's whole entire body, whole entire, whole entire church, whole entire redeemed people. You guys get what I'm saying? So we aren't just all eyes. We aren't just all preachers. We aren't just all singers, right? Just because that's your spiritual gift, that's what you want to do, that's what you think the whole church needs to be, doesn't mean that's how it works. God is a God of God is a guy who makes diverse spiritual gifts, diverse people, different people. There's only one Sean Christopher Jenkins. Ain't nobody else gonna be like me. Now they may have some similarities, but they dang sure ain't gonna have every single thing I got. Right? Same thing for you, whatever your whole name is. Like, there's only one you. Ain't nobody else can be you, boo-boo. So in the body of Christ, ain't nobody else can do what you can do. Ain't nobody else can be who God called you to be for the whole world so you can say, so God can use you to reach people, to save souls and help them out, comfort them through their afflictions. There's a lot of things that we're called to do. You guys get what I'm saying? So are you, going back to my question earlier, are you just ordinary? Are you not necessary? Are you not vital? Right? Is it okay just to be average as a Christian? As a Christian, a child of God to be average? Gus goes back to what I said earlier. What's so average about being a Christian? What's so average about God's plans for a Christian? What's so average about God's plans in general? What's so ordinary about how God works in this world? Ordinary? Normal? Right? Somebody said, I need to read these comments. Somebody said, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward. Yes. Hebrews 10, 35. Somebody said hello to me. Somebody gave me a thumbs up. Thank you. Thank you. Somebody comment at the very beginning. Let me see. Sir, keep always live. I will. I will try to go live more. Pray that I can. Keep live. Keep Keep always live and every day. I, I pray I can do that. That would be awesome. I need to get paid to be doing it all the time. Somebody said we are all equal children of God. And I agree with that. Like, you know, um, no member is better than any other member. And that's what Paul's trying to say. There's no gift that's better than any other gift. There's no person in the body of Christ that we praise and glorify other than Jesus. That's it. Everybody else is just another member in the body of Christ. It's just a number uh, just is just uh, playing the same note, playing the same tune to the beat of the drum that God gives them. You guys get what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, we're one band, one sound. We're only going to sing the music that God gives us to sing, and that's it. Right. Okay, you guys get what I'm saying. So, yes, if the ear shall say, because I'm not an eye, I'm not of the body. A lot of people do that, right? This Paul's whole point with uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 14 through 17 is there's some members who think that they're less than. There's some members who think that, you know, because they don't have a certain spiritual gift, because God doesn't use them a certain type of way, you know, I'm just ordinary, so the body can do without me. That's a lie from the pit of hell, guys. God wants to use everybody. God wants to use all of us. And he wants to use people who are available or who are willing to be used. So it doesn't matter how great you sing. It doesn't matter, well, you know, how great you heal people. I don't know what your gifts are, your spiritual gifts are, but you guys get what I'm saying. It doesn't matter how great you talk and preach like me, right? Just use your spiritual gifts and be the part of the body that God called you to be, right? And he will be glorified and people will be reached and saved. You guys know what I'm saying? So what's so ordinary? about using your spiritual gifts. What's so ordinary about spiritual gifts, right? If you're saved, right? There's nothing ordinary about it. You are more than ordinary. That's the title of today's video. I still can't believe, you know, my older brother said, which was the whole point of this video today, you know, he said, some people just want to be average. Is it okay to be average? To the world standard, sure, it's okay to be average. But to God's standards, you don't lower the bar. It's not okay to be average. You were called to save souls. Jesus saved souls through you. The Holy Spirit saved souls through you. You guys get what I'm saying? I'm not saying you save souls. I'm saying the Holy Spirit saved souls through you when you, you when you allow God to be glorified through being who God called you to be and being and using the gifts and the talents and the abilities He's given to you to reach people. Right. So, um, 
is that average, right? That's not average, right? Some people are called to be average. Some people are called to be ordinary. Some people are called, that means you're saying some people are called to be less than. Some people are exposable. Some people aren't important at all. This is all lies. This is not how God works. So if you feel inadequate, if you feel like you're not necessary, you feel like you're unimportant, that's a lie from the devil. That's a lie from the world. Just because you're not a celebrity does not mean you're not special. Just because you're not a Kardashian does not mean you need to put all your livelihood and support to the Kardashians. You have a life too, right? You have a purpose. You have a calling. This is what God called us to. So utilize your purpose and your calling and stuff like that, right? So you guys get what I'm saying, man. That's the video. Let's keep on going. I'm, I'm going to finish out First Corinthians chapter 12. There's just so much to share with that, to relay every point I've been making. So somebody said, my first time Truly enjoying this. Thank you so much. My YouTube channel is up with past crossroads. You can see way more on there. You rock. All right. And somebody said, yes, yes, sir. Keep praising God. Amen. I, I will. I'm going a, I'm to a keep praising God or the rock's going to cry out in my place. And there ain't no reason for a rock to cry out in my place because I want to praise God, too, with the rocks, with the stars, with the moon, with the sky, with the birds, with the trees, with the animals. Okay, I keep on going. All right. So First Corinthians chapter 12. Verses 18 to 20. How are we more than ordinary? How are we vital and important? Let's, let's let God speak to us. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 18 through 20. Paul said, but now hath God set the members, every one of them in the body as it hath pleased him. Somebody said that earlier. I don't remember what you said, but basically you said that God has positioned us in the places that we are. God has called us in every place that we find ourselves in life, unless you're disobedient, all right? But then he puts positions you there so you can lean on him and learn to go to him and depend on him so you can be in right relationship with him and keep on going. But you guys get what I'm saying? God has given everybody a spiritual gift. He, he has set every member, every one of them, all the members of the body, everybody's saved as it pleased him. So he's given all of us the spiritual giftings, the spiritual talents, the resources we have, the families we have, the communities we're in, the churches we go to. He's given all of, the, all of those things as it pleases him. He's glorifying himself through you in your life. You guys see what I'm saying? So what's so ordinary about that? What make, What's so common about that? It's not common. It's different for all of us. God it, the Christian body is everywhere. I need to look up this photo, guys. The, there's different members throughout all walks of life. I, 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 need, I really need to look this up. Because, <laughs> guys, there's in all walks of life, everybody, the Christians are everywhere. They're janitors. They're school teachers. They're um, there's members in the church, you know, in, in God's body. There's there's Christians who are in the government serving and praising the Lord. There's people who are um, in high positions and renowned positions and in, uh, in low positions and, and uh, look down upon jobs that are saved, that God is, are, is using through, you know, their jobs, their occupations, through what they do, you know, on a daily basis, guys. So even rappers, you know, somebody said they're a rapper, I think. I'm a gospel rapper. Y C D C J. I've been on the righteous path since quarantine. God bless you. God bless you, brother. Yeah. So like, just God is everywhere, man. He's working in every avenue in life, in in every occupation, in all walks of life. So for you to say, you know, in order to be a Christian, you need to be doing what I'm doing, and you got to be doing it like this. That's a lie from the devil. Stop. Stop. There's many members, and God positions them as it pleases Him. Like First Corinthians chapter twelve talks about in verse eighteen. Now let's keep on going, man. First Corinthians chapter twelve, verse nineteen to twenty, and Paul says, "And if they were all one member, where would the body be, guys? If we were all one, the same, if we were all an eye, where would the body be? Where would the body of Christ be? Where would God be glorified? Do you know that God is glorified through diversity? That's why you got black people. That's why you got Chinese people. That's why you got white people. That's why you got uh, midgets. That's why you got tall people like Yao Ming, that's seven, eight, or Goliaths, that's 10 foot. I mean, nobody's 10 foot in the daytime period, but you guys get what I'm saying. Everybody's different. Why? Because diversity glorifies God, and God is showing how great he is just by making everybody different and showing that Jesus can unify us all and bring us all together. But that's why the world's so awful, because you got racist people who 
or just people that's judgmental or people that just want to be separate and and because you know they're different than me you know so i don't want anything to do with them that's from the devil god's body god's church shouldn't work like that we our God is glorified through unifying everybody despite all of our differences. So it does, there's no black or white. There's no skinny or pretty or fat or ugly or um, handicapped or not handicapped. We're all equal in the body. Somebody said that we're all equal members. We're all equal in the body of Christ. And that's so true, man. So no spiritual gift is better than any other one. Nobody, no matter how great your gift is, no matter how perfect you are, no matter how great your accomplishments are or anything like that, nobody shines brighter than Jesus. Jesus is the only star. He's the only one we're going to be worshiping, like it says, like in the videos I did with Revelation chapter 21 and 22. Check that out on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. But only one person is going to be glorified and honored throughout all eternity, and that's Jesus. Everybody else won't be. We're just members. We're just band members playing the, the song that got in the in playing the tune that God has given us to play in the body as a body, right? We're one band, one sound, right? So let me go back to first Corinthians chapter 12, verse 20. But now are they many members, yet one body? There's so many members, so many people in the body of Christ. We're not gonna know how many people are in heaven. You wanna know why? Because it says legions of people will be in heaven. Now there'll be more people in hell, but still. I'm just saying there still will be a lot of people in heaven, guys. So there are many members, but there's one body, right? So no matter what mem member you are, you're still a part of the body. No matter who says you're not a part of the body, you're still a part of the body. When you got the Holy Spirit upon you, when the Holy Spirit has manifested himself in you, and, he, and you're utilizing all your spiritual gifts and you're glorifying God with your life, you're a part of the body. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're a part of the body, right? So no matter what people say, you're a part of the body. So do your role, do your part in the body of Christ, no matter what people say. I'm talking so much, man. All right, let's keep on going, man. So what's so ordinary about that? What's so unnecessary about that? What's so looked down upon about that? What's so, I still can't believe. Some people think, the whole point of this video is some people think that it's okay to be average. You know, some people are called to be average. Some people are called to be ordinary. Some people are unnecessary. That's what you're saying. Some people are unnecessary, unimportant, not vital. Is that true in God's body? Is that true in the church? Is that true? Is that how God operates? Is there anything ordinary about God's plan for anybody? Right? And the answer is a heck to the no. Not when you're doing your function and utilizing your spiritual gift and being who God called you to be. There's nothing ordinary about any Christian. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. So 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 21. You know what? Let me really hone that in. Every when I was in college, college was a real dark time period for me because I felt like I was in Sodom and Gomorrah. I went to Tennessee State University, and I was saved at the age of seventeen. So on Saturday, September fourth, two thousand ten. So that was like when I was seventeen. I turned eighteen that same year in two thousand ten. So in two thousand eleven is when I graduated high school. So before I went to college, I knew the Lord. And I, I went exactly to the college God called me to go to. And when I went there, I felt like I was in Sodom and Gomorrah. I was in pitch darkness. I, I had girls, man. First of all, I went to all white school growing up. So it was just different when I went to TSU because it's, it's a historically black college and HBCU. So I haven't seen black girls like that, you know, growing up. And it just changed my mind and my opinion about black girls because I was on the track team. They wore tights. Obviously, black girls, most of them got booties. So it was just there on the track team. So <laughs> you guys get what I'm saying? So like temptation was there, right? And you got girls that are black that have booties and stuff like that going to class. There was a girl one time. It was winter time. It was winter time and it's cold. And this girl had on a bikini going to class. Like she had on short shorts. She's skinny, super skinny, no butt, no nothing. She had on short shorts that looked like underwear. And then she had on a, a jean jacket, but it was like one of them ones that's not a jacket, but it's a jacket. So like it was cut off like here, here. So all, it's all skin showing. Then she just had a bra on. And this is how the girls dress at TSU. Like this is mainly how they dress. Like they dress too impressed to get attention and they show off everything. Even when they're thick in a BBW and they just wear the tightest stuff so you can see everything. And so basically it was just, really hard. Okay. My whole point is 
It was, I didn't meet a lot of believers there. I met people that said they loved the Lord and they loved Christ and Jesus like that, but they really didn't. It was all lip service, right? So they, um, you know, they dressed like that. They forgot in fights all the time. They always cursed like a sailor. They they just lived very immorally. Like not to mention, obviously, they all had sex like bunnies with each other. So like, it's college, right? HBCU, come on. So like, <laughs> it was just an awful time period for me. But every once in a while, this is how I describe TSU. It's pitch darkness, Sodom and Gomorrah, right? But every once in a while, when I came across another believer, mm -mm, when I come across another believer, it's like being in the scar, in, in the sky, in pitch darkness, and you come, you're a star, and you come across another star that shines bright, and you both shine even brighter when you're together, and it's just beautiful, right? And that's what it was like being at TSU when I stumbled across another believer, and that's going to be an animation I do one day. Anytime you stumble across another believer, you're meeting the light of the world that shine in the midst of darkness. Do you know, let's say the whole world's pitch dark, right? Just pitch dark, and all you got is a match. You and a little match, just you know, one of those little matches that uh light a, a cigarette bud, you know what I'm talking about. So let's say you have just imagine lighting a little match thing in in pitch darkness, how bright that light is, even though it's pitch dark, and it's a little light, right? Just that little little match. Now imagine all of us come together, all believers, all saints of all time, the light of the world, salt and light of the world. Beautiful, right? So that's what we are. So what's so ordinary? What's so unnecessary? What's so average about that? There's nothing average, nothing ordinary about that. You guys get what I'm saying? So let me close it out, guys. So like I said, uh, this whole entire video is just, you know, just me talking about something my older brother said, you know, like, you know, some people just want to be average. Some people are called to be average. Some people are called to be ordinary. Some people just want to be average or ordinary. And like I said earlier, just because you want to be average or ordinary does not mean God called you to be average or ordinary, right? Just because you feel unimportant and insignificant and unnecessary and inadequate does not mean you are. You got all you need in Christ. God has given you all the tool, tools. What's in your hand? You feel ordinary. You feel insignificant. You feel exposable and all those things because you're not utilizing what's in your hand, Moses. What's in your hand? Moses only had a staff in his hand. And what did he do with the staff? A lot of stuff. He put the staff down and turned to a snake. He held the staff up and the Red Sea departed. He uh, held the staff up and he needed help holding the staff up with Jeffro and Aaron, I think. And uh, while he held the staff up, the army was winning, but when he had the staff down, the army was losing. So he had to hold the staff up. The staff did a lot of things, man. The staff, man, this is freaking staff. Something ordinary. God turned it to something extraordinary. Can I get an amen? What's so ordinary about a staff? It's ordinary, but God can use it to be extraordinary. And that's what he did with us. You guys know what I'm saying? I'm preaching now. Let's go. I'm going to build this up. All right, so 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 21 to 27. Let's end it out, guys. Uh, if you're enjoying what I'm doing, again, I did a lot of studies on 1 Corinthians chapter 12. I'll definitely go back to it because it's one of my favorite chapters in the Bible as of right now. Because There's so much to learn about the Bible. I don't know everything, but I will eventually, perfectly, especially in eternity when I teach it. And I can't wait, to, wait for it. But you guys know what I'm saying. All right, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 21 to 27. Let's finish it out. So this is kind of small. I think you guys can see it fine on YouTube. And Facebook and stuff like that. So 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 21 to 27 reads, And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. We can't do that as believers. We can't say, I don't need you. I'm good all by myself, boo-boo. This is why we need to go to church, right? This is why the church is necessary, right? Because we're all members of the body. We all have a role to play in order to reach people for Christ. You want to know why the church is dying today? You want to know? Well, it feels like it's dying today, and a lot of churches are dying, if we're being honest. You want to know why that's the case? Because a lot of members don't think that they have to go to church. They don't think they need the body, right? They didn't. That's like the pinky or the eye saying, I don't need the body. I'm going to walk away from it. The whole body won't be able to see it, but my eyes just decide that, right? And my feet say, you know, because I'm not the face and, I, and nobody can see me, I'm going to go away. Like if my pinky toe said that, right? That's being selfish. We're called to humble ourselves in the body of Christ. We're called to do whatever role God called us to do humbly, 
submitting to and surrendering to whatever he says and whatever he wants so that he can be glorified because it's not about you getting the glory, right? Imagine if my pinky toe on my body wanted to be on my face, right? Imagine if it wanted to be on my face because it wanted to be seen more. That's stupid. The pinky toe don't need to go right there. People will make fun of me, right? I'll look weird. So this is how some Christians think, man. So uh, yeah, somebody commented. Let me read it real quick. They commented uh, John chapter 8, verse 12. They said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Amen. What's so ordinary about that? What's so what's so you know unimportant about that? Like nothing. God's light is beautiful in darkness. Like, come on, guys, if you're in pitch darkness and you see light, it's extraordinary. I don't care what nobody else says. It's just, it's amazing. Like, oh, light. Like, you know, so okay, let's keep on going. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 22. Nay, Paul says, much more those members of the body which seem to be feeble are necessary. So those members that you think you can do without, those are the ones you need the most. Because this is what Paul says, right? The members you think you, you think have no meaning, that are unimportant, unnecessary, and all those things. This is what Paul says. So you feel like you inadequate, you unnecessary, you aren't significant, you aren't vital, you you are just ordinary, normal. This is what Paul's saying to you. You get ready for this. Paul says to us, those people, and those members of the body which we think to be less honorable upon these, we bestow more abundant honor. And our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. That's basically talking about your private part, right? How awesome is a private part? I'm not going to elaborate. You guys know. You hide your private part, right? You you hide your booty. You're supposed to, not everybody, but you guys do what I'm saying. Like, there's certain parts of the body that you hide, but they're pretty significant. The lungs, the heart, right? The veins in your body. You know how I many veins you got? The flesh. You know how much flesh you got? The whole thing's flesh. Like, I'm talking about the pink part underneath the skin, right? The stuff hidden, the bones. This is all bones, baby. Like, you know how necessary those are? Imagine somebody bashed my bone on my hand. Probably will never be able to use it again. You guys see you know what I'm saying? So the those uncomely parts. Uncomely means the parts that are most disgusting, though. Right? So like your intestines. Like, I don't know what it's called. The lines that's right here in your stomach. I don't know what it's called. Your intestines or something. But those are necessary. If I pulled all that out of you, I don't think you'd be able to live. Right? These parts are necessary, and that's the body of Christ. The parts you think are ugly, the blood, right? The heart, like I held your heart in my hand, your brain. Some people like ew, gross. Like you know, those parts are necessary. You can't do without them, right? So the parts that are most uncomely, those are the parts you need to cover up and take care of the most. That's the Christian body, right? Those people who think that they're not necessary, they think that they're not important, they think that, you know, you should just walk all over them, that they're ordinary and normal. Those are the people we need to comfort the most and say, man, God's going to use you. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm telling you, you ain't ordinary. Ain't nothing about your life normal. Ain't nothing about your life pointless and unnecessary and unimportant. You are necessary in the body of Christ. You are necessary to God Almighty and the, to the whole church and the whole body and the whole world. You need to know that, right? Your life has a purpose. You are somebody. And if ain't nobody else told you that, I'm telling you that now. If you, need, if you know somebody that needs to see this video and hear this, share it with them right now. This is your boy, Sean Christopher Jenkins, here at Upload Past Crossroads, aka Dr. J. What's up? party people. All right, let's finish out the scripture verses, man. I'm on fire right now. So first Corinthians chapter 12, verse 24 to 27. Let's close it out. Paul says, for our, um, our comely parts have no need of covering. That's what he's saying. But God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor, honor to the part which lacked. To the parts which lacked. Some parts are lacking, right? Some parts need to be taken care of more than other parts in the body. A private part, obviously. So take care of it, right? So this is same thing in the Christian body, same thing in the body of Christ. We got to take care of our members that we think are, you know, the scum of the earth, or we think that, you know, we, we judge the harshest or that, you know, are uncomely. So that means you don't want anything to do with them, like their life is hideous. 
their life's ugly and they're not living how they should live. They're struggling with sin. Those are the members in the body that you need to love the most. You need to take care of the most. You need to honor the most, right? So this is the text, guys. You see it? Verse 25, that there should be no schism, no division in the body. There should be no schism, no division, nothing separating us for those in Christ Jesus. Why? But that the members should have the same care for one another. You don't look down upon anybody. You don't judge anybody. Why? Because God already judged you, and he could judge you more harsher than what he did. So if he forgive you, give, forgiving you for many sins, why can't you forgive somebody else? That don't make no sense, right? So, and whether one member suffer, all members suffer with it, or one member honored is honored, all members rejoice with it. Now, ye are the body of Christ and members in particular. All right, so you guys get it, man. So the whole point of this video, there's so much more to say with that, but I'm done. I need to conclude this video. It's too long. All right, so the whole point was for people who feel inadequate, who feel like they're a waste of space, who feel like that they are just tiny and small and insignificant in this world. This video was supposed to be for you. And I pray that it blessed you, man, because I felt like that at times too, but you know who helped me? Jesus helped me. The Holy Spirit helped me. As soon as the Holy Spirit came upon me, like 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 says, and all the manifestation of the spiritual gifts came into play, my life changed. God approved of me. God accepted me. God gifted me more than I've ever been gifted before. Now I'm going to use my spiritual gifts. Now I'm going to be who God called me to be. Now I'm going to do what God called me to do. So what's so ordinary about that? So the whole point of the video was, you know, some people think that they that they are average. Some people want to be average. Just because you want to be average don't need don't mean you you need to be average or you have to stay average. God wants to use you. God has a purpose for you. God has a plan for you. And there's nothing ordinary, unnecessary, unimportant about the plan that God has for you. It is necessary. You are important. Your role in the body of Christ is important. I pray that everybody got it. So feeling inadequate is not a sin. Right. I want everybody to know that feeling inadequate is not a sin, but using it as an excuse is that's going to be something I tweet and post soon. So y'all get ready for that. So feeling inadequate is not a sin, but using it as an excuse is. So just because you don't feel like you mean anything or mean a hill of beans to the body of Christ, you need to cut that crap out. That's a lie from the devil. He's just trying to stop you from doing the work that God called you to do. He's trying to stop you and hinder you from being the blessing that God wants you to be. You guys get what I'm saying, man? So use your spiritual gifts. Be who God called you to be. And there ain't nothing ordinary about that when you do it to the best of your abilities. And if you're obedient to the call that God has given you, you'll see how extraordinary it truly is. If you just use the staff, What's in your hand? Like Moses. Extraordinary, baby. You guys go on saying if you that's, there's a rapper on the call. What's up, man? If you just use that gift that guys give you, boy, you're gonna tear up, you're gonna tear up the music stations. Amen. Hallelujah in Jesus' name. So it's not about uh it is not God's will that you limp along in life, believing that you are inadequate, right? I'm gonna say it again. It is not God's will for you to just limp along in life believing that you are inadequate. You are more than a conqueror. You are an overcomer. You are special. You are somebody. That's a book that my good day read. It's one of my first books. One of my first books I read when I got saved. You are somebody. And I want everybody to know who's watching this video, you are somebody. You're more than ordinary. You are extraordinary. Jesus made you. Ain't nothing. God doesn't make anything ordinary. Everything he makes is amazing. Awesome. Because we serve an awesome and amazing God. And he doesn't make crap. He doesn't make accidents. He has purpose with everything he makes and everything he creates. So you have purpose. You have meaning. You aren't just somebody. You ain't just a waste of space. You're not exposable. You know, you can't be done without. Your life has meaning and purpose. So start living like it. Start acting like it. Accept this message in Jesus' name. And that's the sermon today. That should totally preach down for a sermon. But that was too long. It was almost 50 minutes. But anyways, well, at mega churches I can do that, but not in the Amy church I'm preaching right now. But maybe one day in mega church. So, guys, this is the video. All right? So you know the drill. It's your boy, Sean Christopher Jenkins, a.k.a. Dr. Jenkins. You can... Follow me and befriend me on my Facebook page and my LinkedIn page, Sean Christopher Jenkins. And also, guys, if you love this video, leave a comment, right? Not on here. 
DM me, right, on my Facebook page, on my LinkedIn page, on my Instagram page, pages, Trouble Don't Last, and my underscore, daily underscore Bible, and I will get back to you, all right? So if you gain questions, you want me to do a video on a question you have or uh, on a Bible verse, or you want me to explain 1 Corinthians 12 some more, I love 1 Corinthians 12, I'll do that for you. Just let me know, right? So here goes my social media pages, right? Um, Trouble Don't Last, number one. It's my Tumblr page, uh, my podcast and YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, and my Snap, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Trouble Don't Last, my other Instagram page, my underscore day underscore Bible. So, guys, I post the greatest content ever. I thank you guys for all your support, especially people who watch all the way through. You guys rock. All right. And uh, I got even more for you guys, right? So, when you go to my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, right? I work really hard on it. My social media pages, all of them, especially my YouTube as well. So if you feel inadequate or you're feeling insignificant, if you feel like you're unknown, if you're a loser, that's what you feel like. You know, if you feel like, you know, God can't use me because I'm a nobody, I have this playlist titling all those things. So just look it up, right? So God uses nobodies, feeling unnoticeable, feeling insignificant, you know, unknown. Check out that playlist on my YouTube channel, man. It's bomb. I got a lot more videos like this on that playlist of sermons and Bible studies and uh, Sunday school lessons that I've done on topics like that. So check that out. And then also uh, quotes of the day. So I hit you guys with a lot of quotes. So if you enjoy the quotes that I share with you at the beginning of the video, check out that playlist, man. It's bomb. I share even more quotes and even more. Um, I have a verses of the day as well. If you want a Bible verse so you can um, check out that playlist as well. I'm definitely going to put this video on that uh, playlist as well. So verses of the day. Quotes of the day on Upload Past Crossroads, that YouTube channel. And then also, like I said earlier, like 1 Corinthians chapter 12. If you want more on 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and this video blessed you, check out that playlist on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, all right? And I think that's it. That's all I need to, to say. So I pray everybody was blessed by this video. You guys rock for, uh, rock for watching all the way through. And somebody said, thank you. Good preaching. Thank you so much. You rocked. And thank you for blessing me with that comment. And everybody else who commented, who blessed me in any kind of way, who watched the video all the way through, God bless you more abundantly than, than you can ever fathom and imagine. I pray that he does that for you this weekend and every single day of your life. I pray that the blessings just run over so much that you got to beg God to stop being good to you because he's just keeps on outdoing himself in your life. I pray that that's everybody's testimony in Jesus' name through the rest of your days, through the rest of your life, wherever you're watching from. Share this video. If you know it's going to bless other people, my channel, my social media pages, nothing will grow without you doing that. And thanks for watching all the way through. If you watched all the way through, just let me know. Like, let me know that this video was rocked and you watched all the way through. And uh, yeah, man, just talk to me, man. Talk to me, all right? I I'll talk back. All right, so you guys have a good one. God bless. Peace out.